Patience to Hunt podcast, where the goal is to learn together and further the culture of hunting. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to the Generations to Hunt podcast. I'm uh, Matt. I'm here with Joe, and we are finally back. We've had a little bit of a hiatus, which has been pretty crazy the month of December. So Yeah, it was really, really, really nuts. Um, yeah, I, I kind of apologize to everybody, but then I think everybody kind of understands, like, fucking when shit goes sour, it goes quick. I wouldn't like, even say it really went sour. No. We were just busy, so yeah. I mean... Um, <clears throat> Well, so I went to Disney beginning of December. So I was like, yeah, he'll, he'll be right back. And then... Um, <laughs> I got back on the 20th. <laughs> I got back on the 20th, and I was like, hey. And then he's like, oh, Christmas stuff. And I was like, yeah. And it's not all Matt's fault. It was mine, too. I was like, hey, it's Christmas. We'll wait until after Christmas and all this and then all that. And then my baby decided to come two weeks early, so we were in the hospital for a week almost. And then, yeah, then I went back to Florida. I went to Miami for the Michigan game and watched them get blown out and then uh, got COVID. Yeah. So I'm just now kind of getting over that. And so, yeah, we just figured I, I, I really didn't want to do one without him. I mean, we should have just did a phone call, but I figured we just wait to get everybody back. And it, like, to be honest, man, this whole dad stuff is really new to me. So it was <laughs> been now i'm back to work too that's been really fun so the dad thing is the the ultimate learning curve <laughs> no for sure i don't care how ready people say they are that you're not ready no it was Lindsay was my saving grace because like little things when i first had easton i was like what the fuck is that like what am i doing yeah no like never been like the mortal fear i have you know what i mean just like this like now you have to watch over somebody it's just like Oh, so I'll be honest. It doesn't get better. It gets worse. So oh, like yeah. as Easton's gotten older, so like he's got, he's more independent. He can, you know, obviously walk and stuff like that. It's like, dude, I freak out about everything. Yeah. Just internally, just try to keep it together. Yeah, no. So that's been the learning curve and all that. But she's doing good. So I mean, she was born on the twenty eighth at three forty in the morning, and it came quick. It was like boop, and then um, so she's doing good. Her name is Sawyer. And yeah, she she had a little hiccup in the hospital. She got a little, little, I don't know what it is, but she, she was, a, but she's doing fine now. So. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's good. So yeah. yeah, you guys are. So Joe's adjusting to that. Um, well, we I didn't get any late season deer hunting. Anymore. No, that that absolutely screwed <laughs> mine. Like I I was busy working. You know, last time we talked, I think, man, what was our last episode? I think it was like late season strategy. We talked about like our late season stuff and then some things we planned on doing this year. Yeah, and we didn't do any of them, I'm pretty sure. Not yet. Well, I mean, so well, I I only got to hunt like a couple times late season and it was the most it was so frustrating. I was seeing 30, 40, 50 deer a night and just couldn't get a shot at them. Mm. Like they literally would and I'm using a 350 mm. and they would just skirt around everywhere I could hunt. So that was frustrating and then obviously i was gone for half of december so now i'm on this beagle kick no if anyone listens to this that has a beagle i'll tell you what that's an adventure in itself so i know i've told you this story the so the the second time i took him in the woods 
hunting with the first time with other dogs was a absolute nightmare i thought i lost my dog so i took him out within 30 minutes so i took him out with the guy i bought the dog from he had another puppy from that litter and two adult dogs one was my dogs like mom well <laughs> we get out there and that puppy took off on deer well it took one of the adult dogs with it and it took my dog with it well i just kind of got remy on a shot collar so I'm zapping him, and he's yiping, but he's not coming back. He just keeps going and going and going. So, thankfully, one of his dogs has a, shot, a GPS collar. So, we pack the dog, that one dog that stayed with us up, go drive around. These dogs ran, like, in a straight straight line, 1.3 miles from where we were at. <laughs> and uh, we went out in the afternoon, too, so it was, like, getting dark. So, we ended up getting his dogs back like six o'clock at night my dog is not with him which was my fault so when we got up to him i shocked him and i hadn't shocked him nearly this much previously only like a couple times so i think he got all scared and he ran away uh so my dog doesn't have a gps collar and we end up uh i thought he was gone i was like there's no way i'm getting this dog back and like I'm all sad and depressed because my dog's gone. My wife's like crying at home, and uh, the guy I was with was like super confident the whole time. He's like, "No, we'll find it. Don't worry. Like it'll be all right." I'm like, "How are you gonna find this dog? It's pitch black, dark out, and we're our thousands of acres of public land that this dog could be anywhere in here." And uh, so he had me put my jacket down where we picked up his dog so this is a trick i learned i'll tell you right now if you are new to hunting dogs or i would say specifically hounds so dogs that use ground scent um this little trick right here if you ever lose them was crazy to me so i put my jacket down where we picked up his two dogs then i put another jacket down where we started hunting and then we like went back and forth. That's all we did is we just went back and forth. We didn't venture out into the dark. That was just a great way for us to get lost. So we just went back and forth. And about 8.30, we went back to where we picked up his two dogs. And my dog was literally laying on my jacket waiting for us. So. Holy shit. Yeah. I was blown away. Needless to say, he doesn't venture very far anymore. <laughs> he, he, he actually, it was almost like a little bit of a blessing because <clears throat> he clearly didn't know he was running deer because he's, that's the only time he's done it. And I've taken him to some high deer density places and I've watched him run right along a deer trail and like his nose will be to the ground, but he's not, he's not looking for those deer. Um, but uh, he does not, venture like if he goes out of sight and he doesn't have scent on anything he'll come back to where he can see me and even still like he's new he's only like seven month old puppy so it got better like i took him out last week and kicked up a bunch of rabbits in his face and by the end of the day he was he was tracking them and he was barking on them and uh he still doesn't have the whole circling them around type thing and he gets a little confused but he's a puppy he'll learn so I'm not too worried about it. That's my adventure for the winter, really. Yeah. My whole game plan was, like, right after Christmas is hit the late season hard and 
that didn't that got thrown in the loop so like now it's just 3d season i just bought a bunch of stuff i got new arrows i got a new site i got all this new stuff for 3d season so now i just need time to set it all up but there's tournaments going on weekly or weekend yeah weekly now are these all indoor uh there was a couple outdoor but i'm not gonna attend i did outdoor last year in the winter like the heavy winter like this time and it was a fucking nightmare me and travis went out and dude it was fucking like don't get me wrong we had fun while doing it but like dude it fucked our bows up (laughs) what do you mean you had fun i i look i i love ice fishing i love late season hunting but one thing both of those require for me to do is a blind or a shanty and a heater no but yeah it just like dude your body i mean when you're cold you know your body's locking up but now you're pulling your bow back like fucking 50 times and fucking trying to hold your body's it's not liking it then like my peep rotation on it like dude my peep my my cams were like almost like freezing dude it was like it was like a couple degrees like literally like I would, i'll be honest four would, or five degrees I would, there's no way i just slept in like the bow can handle that but when you're consistently shooting it it just shit starts to fucking lock up on it i can't handle that there's no way there's it, no way i would do that it wasn't really i would I, do all indoor i think i think that tournament probably had maybe 15 people in it yeah i can imagine nobody had, nobody wants to hey man it. it still took first baby <laughs> taking first out of one person yeah i know but uh yeah i mean that's the main focus now is 3d seat well you know that for me and then some small games in between yeah i would say coming up we're gonna probably have a lot more stories than strategies because remember we're still learning things too but uh it's easier to get people together now yeah now now <clears throat> hunting seasons to basically a halt on all states now. I mean, there's probably a few going. I think Ohio's still going to like the 22nd, right? Yeah, there's. I don't know. It's, it's like, yeah. It's, well, whatever. I'm just saying it's gonna be a lot easier to get people in here. You know, we got one guy coming in real quick. Then we're we're actually booking up other people right now. So like, we're not over with. We just like we said, like December got real. December was rough. It it wasn't so much that we didn't have people. It was it's it's hard to get people during deer season. Yeah. that's for sure. But we just ended up being a lot busier than yeah what we thought. And I think what we're gonna go for, we're gonna have more episodes banked up, and that's what happened. We yeah, we you know we were hunting, so and we're trying to create content and release it at the exact same time. Yeah. that's not always the easiest. Thing. Yeah, no. So we're gonna we're gonna do we're gonna probably. Like we reached out to tons of people and we got a lot of people coming in, but you know, you know, I can, I only have a couple hours a day now with the baby and stuff. So I can only film so much and Matt, you know, me and Matt live an hour away from each other. And, but, but I think 3d season right now and then small game, we have a lot of small games. Like you said, you're working on small games. I, I'll bet I have some. I'll have a handful of ridiculous stories with this dog. So it's it's been an adventure so far yeah. <laughs> with this beagle. Um, but uh, it's been fun. But, yeah, it's definitely, I'm sure by the end of uh, February going into March, I'll have a handful of ridiculous stories with this crazy dog. Yeah. And then, I mean, you're going to do your ice fishing thing. I'm not really a big fisherman, but I don't know. Maybe we'll 
get some people on to talk about it. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what people are, really <laughs> want to hear. I'll give you. I'll give you some wonderful ice fishing advice later on in the year. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody that ice fishes is going to probably laugh. I, I wouldn't say I'm good at ice fishing. I just do it because I like to go out. It's actually one of the hardest things. So we've talked about this before about getting people like into the outdoors. So ice fishing for me has probably been the hardest thing to get people to go with me on. So like I've never had issues finding someone to go deer hunting, turkey hunting, rabbit hunting, anything like that. Fishing in the summer, never have issues. But I, I almost regularly end up going ice fishing by myself because I can't get anyone to go with me. Yeah. Well, because fishing's. Let's hear is fishing what? I don't want to piss people off. I'm like I said. <laughs> Most of, you'd be surprised. The biggest reason people don't go, and maybe it's just because of where I'm going. So I generally go up to the Saginaw River and go uh, walleye fishing. And if you're fishing a river that's got ice on it, like it's it could be dangerous, especially if you're in, like there's precautions you can take, you know. But like a lot of the people that that I bring it up to, they're like, I'm not going out there. I'm not going to go do that. So it's just like, well, okay, well, I will. I mean, shit, I was on six, seven inches of ice today. I wasn't too concerned about falling in. This is actually the earliest I can recall getting on the river. Yeah. I don't know, man. I just don't have, like, I've never, you know, I mean, I've never been a big fisherman and ice fishing, I guess. I don't know, man. And just filleting all the filleting fish. I, just, it's so absolutely. A chore. We'll see. This is where sucking at fishing's not bad. If you don't catch fish, you don't have to fillet fish. Yeah. So um, I do some Mike I went down to Kansas with. I think he's going to come up in February, and we're going to do a charter out on the bay. Um, For walleye and stuff? Yep. If you, I'll tell you one thing. I did it last year, and if you've ever got a chance, if you ever get a chance to go out on the bay, I would, I would highly recommend it. So the Saginaw Bay is like the second best walleye fishing or fishery in the country for, you know, I, I didn't word that. I, I feel like I worded that weird. So it's the second best walleye fishing in the country. I would say number one is probably Lake Erie. Uh, from everything I've been told, you catch some giants out there. But uh, you can go out in the bay and you can catch some big. I mean, my wife and I went out last year. She's not a fisherman. She'd never gone walleye fishing in her life. Pulled like a 24-inch walleye out of the ice on the bay last year. Is that big? Yeah, that's pretty big. Uh, the to keep a walleye. This is the one that you were talking about, like the the sled that pulls you out there, right? Or is you, it yeah, you have to you you got to. It was on the ice, so you got to. Okay. If you're gonna fish the bay, so anybody that fishes the bay is probably gonna say I'm an idiot. You don't necessarily need a snowmobile or a machine to take you out there, but if you like right now, if you want to reach fish, like consistent fish, you're gonna need a sled or a quad or something like that to get you out there but the bay isn't i would say frozen enough to get out on there but it's it's getting there how deep is the waters out there in the bay yeah uh so i was nine miles out last year and we were in like 29 foot of water but it gets deeper than that i don't right. know what the exact like dead center like what the deepest part is but yeah it's a it's neat because you're nine miles out are, but are you using pop-ups or are you just using Fish string, whatever. <laughs> what? The, the fishing pole. So you're asking if I'm using a tip-up or if I'm using a pole. Whatever. <laughs> I'm so. trying to act interested. 
<laughs> so you you use tip ups for things like pike, right? So you just put a minute. What's down. the difference? Was tip up you just set over the? Oh, yeah, I know the difference, but I mean, like, what is, is it a type of bait basically? It's how you fish for them, right? So like, pike. You can, there's multiple ways to fish for pike. I mean, you can jig, you can spear, you can use tip-ups. I'd say the most popular way to, in, that I can think of to fish for pike is tip-ups. That's um, what I always see when people a little flag yeah, and all that. Yeah, so all that does is sit over the hole. You put a minnow down there. Pike, a live minnow, pike comes by, eats it up. Flag goes up, you pull it out. For walleye, the only, I mean, I've seen people catch, um, walleye on a tip up but it's not the most successful way to catch walleye is jigging so you literally just have a, a ice fishing pole drop that bait all the way to the bottom and then just jig it up and down that's why if you have a buddy it's more fun because you're just sitting there jigging bullshitting and you know it sounds so fun sign me catching up fish it's <laughs> I, I mean <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I like it. Oh uh, man, I'd rather sit in a tree and not see a deer than do that. But whatever, I'll try. It. I said I would try it. I'll try it. Yeah, I'll well, try. I have three poles. I just restrung them all. I caught fish today. I'll say, uh, if anybody anybody who's listened to this, they've probably heard me mention my buddy Brady a couple times. So Brady's a really really good friend of mine, and I've taken him out on the Saginaw River ice fishing. A bunch. I would say at least a minimum of 10 times. And I don't know why this, I'll be honest, I'm a bitch about people not coming. I don't know why this poor guy keeps coming back. He's never caught a fish, never pulled a, a walleye through the ice. He's watched me do it a couple times, but he's, uh, he's never, in fact, last year I took, uh, I went out with him and another buddy of ours. Um, and the other, our other buddy, he had never even walleye fished before. Took him out there, um, and I only caught like five, but that kid caught like three. And now Brady is like, there's a hole. These holes are only like a foot or two apart. And I caught five fish. The other guy caught three, and Brady didn't catch a single fish. <laughs> so I don't know if I'm gonna get him to come back out, but he 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 always does. At least once a year, generally, I can get him to come out. He's pretty busy, but I always get him at least once a year to come out and. Every single time he says, I'm never going back out with you. And then I somehow convince him. So, Do you have like one of them radar things? No, but I want to get one. I used one when I went out of the bay. They're pretty cool. Um, it's just, I mean, they're expensive. I don't know. I mean, for the river, like you don't really need them. They're nice because you can put it in the water. And if you're not marking fish, you just move. But... I haven't pulled the trigger on. I I will. How much are they? <sighs> I mean, cheap range. one probably two hundred bucks. Holy shit! Uh, expensive one probably somewhere in the thousand dollar range. It's mm. a lot of money for fucking a couple perch, maybe a walleye. I I don't ever catch any perch. Isn't that what most people slam though? So they're slamming on the bay. So yeah. like right now in the shallows on the bay, they're they're slamming perch. Mm. But you can sight fish them, so I don't need a, uh. <laughs> a thing. Um, for the river, I mean, the issue with the river is the current, right? The current, but the there's so many fish in the river 
that you just you'll be marking fish all day. They just might not bite. The river, oh, there's this is another one that people are gonna. The river, in my opinion, is a poor man's walleye fishery, right? Because if you're gonna fish on the bay, you need a sled, you need the attachments. You you know, I don't have the money to to spend to go out on the bay, but I have everything I need to go out on the river. And I might not catch the same size of fish, but I'm still catching fish. So it it's nice. Yeah. So. All right. Well, maybe. We're like the only hunting podcast talking about fishing. I know. We fucking suck. That's all right. I love I I actually buy ice fish more than I like fish. Because in the summer, I'm doing everything to get like food plots ready, get tree right. stands set. And I'm more invested into that, right? Like right now. For hunting wise, I'll probably do some drive around and look for a couple of new new places for for us to hunt together. But other than that, I'm I'll probably do more rabbit hunting than I have in the past because of the dog. But I always just go ice fishing. I yeah. like I, it's just peaceful. I take my phone out there, throw on some country music, and fish. Or if I got some buddies, we just sit there. It's it is a really good time. You get some buddies out there just kind of bullshitting in a shanty. It's a pretty good time. You have some good laughs, and uh, even if you're not catching fish, I mean, not catching fish with someone is not all that bad. Dude, I was watching this one. Um, I couldn't tell you this waterfowl Tisha or Tisha uh, television show, and um, dude, they're fucking duck blind had a fucking kitchen in it. Oh yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> oh my god, I'm like, holy fuck! But um, I was like, I'm like, generally, I want like waterfowl, like. I, I want to do it, but I can't. Them guys are fucking crazy, man. They spend a lot of money and a lot of time <laughs> yeah. during deer season. I, I don't get it, but I, I like I like it, and I love duck meat. Duck meat. I never had duck. Dude, duck meat. So <clears throat> and I, like geese pepper sausage or whatever. But. Yeah, it's crazy to think. Like, I thought deer hunting was expensive, and then I, like, duck hunting, super expensive. Yeah. Um. Even ice fishing. Right? Do you know any duck hunters? Oh yeah, I know a couple. I want to try to get them <clears> on, <throat> on here and just explain to me what's what wrong the... with them. <laughs> <laughs> Why are they like they're out duck and goose hunting early November? I know. I'm like I don't. What are you doing? One guy, I decent, like, you used to own a bow shop and all that, and um, he's like on his Facebook, he's like going out to South Dakota. I was like, oh man, fucking going out there to get some. You know some deer. And yeah, I like, yeah. I'm gonna go slay some waterfowl. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I have a buddy, a uh, kid I wrestled with in high school. Uh, he, he's all duck hunting, goose hunting in like October and early November. And then he's like, he he could tell me everything there is to know about waterfowl hunting, but he'll ask me like questions about deer hunting. Like, man, I'm not seeing any deer. So I was like, yeah, like okay, well, like. Send me an aerial like of where you're hunting, and I'll uh, I'll try to help you out. <laughs> he sends me an aerial of an open field, like and everything around it is open fields. I was like, yeah, is there any like crops in those fields? No. Okay, well then just take your tree stand down. Like <laughs> like you're waiting on something to pass through. And he's like, no, no, I, I killed like four deer here last year. 
I was like, was it corn? He goes, yeah. I said, okay, well, if there's no corn, you're not going to see any yeah, deer. Gone. And then, but like, if I, if, if I went out waterfowl hunting, he'd probably look at me like, is this dude retarded? Like, yeah. like what is he doing? But he loves it. I got different strokes for different folks. Yeah. But I've seen dudes set out no heater. Oh, yeah. Like in this weather out goose hunting. I'm like, man, no thanks. I'm a, I'm a bit of a, I'm high maintenance, I guess you could say. I need a heater. When it comes to gun season, I grab the heater, I go sit in the blind, and. Yeah. And I thought, I, you know, I, like me being ignorant. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Me being ignorant. Um, I was like, you just go set up a couple decoys and just fucking, then, you know, you just do a couple quackers or whatever you want to fucking call it. You know, you know what I mean? That's why I thought, you know what I mean? I'm just like, you know, obviously I, there's probably some strategy and all that. And then these guys are talking about all the fucking migration and migration, all this. Like how to set their decoys, oh like different decoy patterns, different ways to call. Oh yeah. He's like, oh yeah, you got to put these ones on stringers and then yeah. all these ones battery operated. We get up at fucking two o'clock in the morning. I'm like, fuck. Dude. So Holy early goose shit. season in like September, drive out to Henderson and uh, cut wheat fields. So... Not everyone's like this, but there's a, a group of guys, and they have a, a trailer, trailer. They pull out into the field, and you look out into the field, and it looks like there's a flock of 100 geese, and it's all their decoys. They, they, I'll bet you they got, excluding the trailer, 30 grand, 40 grand worth of goose stuff. Oh, yeah. And I, I bet the, it's like, like the uh, magnums, I think there's three and three like three standing three standing or whatever them packs and all them they're like 169 bucks for them three them so those things packs. they lay in before and wait for the ducks and shit. no no no. i'm talking about just the decoys oh the bags not the bag oh yeah well no the three and threes like the three because usually the magnum packs come with three standing Dude, you think 170 bucks for decoys is expensive if you get an avian x decoy so like those avian x decoys are like 200 bucks a piece for one Dude, well, it could be like, dude, like I'm telling you, they're like, and to that's just in, like two to get into like duck and goose hunting. So like, to get decoys, I'll bet you to get a decent set of like more than like like a flock of, of geese decoys, a thousand bucks. Yeah, and then I would have to go buy a new gun because like an idiot, and I can't say like an idiot, but you don't I, need a three and a half. No, but that it, had, it has to have a plug. Oh, you can just get a, a barrel plug. Yeah, but I took mine out. I don't know. And what then he lost it. Yeah. You well, whatever. Yeah, the, fuck that. And then you are only allowed steel shot, no yeah, lead. That shit's hard as hell to find right now. <clears throat> yeah. I just went to C- Cabela's the other day, and I called the union to answer. I appreciate How is that. It working. I know, but uh, I went there, and they had a lot of ammo, and it was uh, I was I was generally surprised. It was a little bit more than, you know, the last two-year prices, but I was genuinely surprised they had a lot of ammo. I was like, wow, a little bit of normalcy in this fucking crazy-ass <laughs> world. I was just like, because I was just like, I wasn't even looking for ammo. I was just walking by. I was like, holy shit, what's all this ammo? We need to we need to get a waterfowler on here so we stop talking shit about him. I know. Yeah, <laughs> dude, please reach out if you waterfowl and just oh, teach us the way. That's one thing I would just, I would just, you know what? I think it would be cheaper to get a guide every year. You don't even have to worry about buying new stuff every year and setting all that I stuff did, up. I don't know if they have guides. Oh, yeah, they do. Do they? Oh, yeah. Really? Well, I, I, I don't know. 
I don't like out in the Dakotas for sure, but I don't know if they have them in Michigan. There's when you go out to the Michigan shows and all that, uh, they have some guides, but I mean they probably ain't as good as going out fucking South Dakota. So I know like a real popular spot is uh, <clears throat> out in St. Charles. They do a really good the DNR. See, I, I don't I like to bitch about the DNR, but they do some good things. So they um, out in St. Charles, they have the Shiawassee River State Game Area. And they plant a bunch of corn, and then they flood it for duck and geese. And they, they like, have slots. So, like, you get a slot number, and then you go out, and you have to go to that spot. And a lot of people get a lot of ducks out mm-hmm. there. Ducks and geese, I guess you could say. Right. I would I would personally, like, if I had a choice right now. Sorry. I was talking to Mike. If I had a choice, I would, uh, I would go duck hunting over geese hunting. I think geese... Is a little bit funner because there's more, you know, they flock a lot bigger and all they're that. Easier to shoot. Ducks yeah. are so goddamn fast. Yeah, they're a little. And maybe that's why I don't do it, because dude, I struggle hitting rabbits at times, and they're on the ground. Like I couldn't imagine a duck just darting in and out. Like, yeah. I probably, I probably go to a box of shell and end up with a feather to bring home. Yeah. So. Yeah, we'll have to get some waterfowl guys on here. Yeah. They listen. Like, hey, don't listen to that New Year 2022 podcast because uh, we do a lot of shit talking. Yeah, <laughs> Waterfowlers. So. Uh-huh. Yeah. We'll have to get some, like, food plot guys on here, too. Yeah, that's one thing. I cause, So I've done some food plots. I wouldn't say I'm an expert. I've learned, like, some mistakes, like, um, not doing soil tests. Yeah, I learned that the hard way, and yeah. that you know immediately that you need the soil test when they, uh, um, your brassicas or your turnips come up and they're purple. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a good thing one time. I was like, oh fuck, these are. I was like, wait, maybe that's only medical marijuana that you want purple. Yeah. You don't want these purple. I'll tell you right now, you do not want a purple. Uh, they're not going to grow very well. No. They actually don't grow at all. And I don't know. This could be total bullshit. And uh, you ever seen, like, videos on, like, whatever, Instagram and all that, and then they turn up, pick up these beets and all that. Or not beets, sorry, uh, radishes that are, like, size of, like, small pumpkins and all that. No, I've seen it. I've done it. I heard you're not supposed to... Your your radishes shouldn't be that big because it, it like... They should be eaten before they get that big. You know what I mean? So I'll tell you, my experience with food plots are early season, They the deer will come in and just chew the tops off. They won't even touch the turnips or the radishes. Like, they'll, they'll kind of leave them alone. The first time it gets cold out, I'll bet you within a couple of days you'll go out there and all those turnips that had the tops bitten off are going to be pulled out of the ground and have, like, one bite out of them and left. But... They don't like the cold, I guess, brings out <clears throat> like the sugars in it, so it makes yeah, it sweeter. Sugar eyes. Um, but uh, <clears throat> I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that. I think that because I've done it with my buddy Tyler, he, he, we used to plant food plots all that's how I yeah, learned, yeah. It. But I'm, I was told by somebody, but I could have been wrong. But I think it's, it's something that they're saying that there's like a like a chemical imbalance or something if they're getting that big they shouldn't be getting that big but i don't know i could be i don't know i mean in my opinion i would prefer that they get that big because it's more food for the deer but my goal is to get them as big as possible but i don't add like i mean so we add 
basic fertilizer, and then we had a thing, the uh, a liquid fertilizer called Jolt. Yep. Um, like after they that's about ant licking, right? Yep, and it gets like they leaves get out about two to four inches, and then just leave it. But uh, yeah, I mean, we'll have to get somebody on here because you know what? One time I did this, I did radishes with brassicas and stuff, mm-hmm. and then my radish like or not my my clover started over. You know when you have to top it. Well, I was going to fucking cut all my fucking brassica leaves off if I do that. So I fucking kind of did that and I just fucking killed everything. When I, when I, I didn't, I tried not scalping it. I was so, so high, so high up. I was like, dude, this would be fine. <laughs> fucking got all the clover. Clover survived, but all my brassica died. And I'm like, fuck. I don't, so I don't know how to do clover. So my thing with clover is I've always mixed it with like turnips, bra- you know, brassicas are the same thing, but um, turnips and all that. But, like, there are some people that get their clover to come back year after year. The problem I have is the next year, the food plots just get weeded out. So it's not like I can go in and just mow my clover and then... Uh, I think they frost seed it really good, too. I think that's a good tip is to frost seed it. But, uh, yeah, you have to really, like, maintain it. Like, But I yeah. heard, like, the first year is not even, like... No, the- if you can get... So I've seen some good clover plots, but they're, like two three years old but right. i don't know how they keep them from getting weeds in yeah that's why we because need a food box, yeah. if you mow them like you mow clover it, it comes back thicker and it's like your beard you know it just keeps coming back thicker and you know one thing too when i'm uh like i put like a clover pot behind my house and then i i did that for the first two years and then i turned it up it's dude it's damn near impossible to kill that clover now like, cause every time I do my brassica cuss, I'll go in there, spray it and all that, kill it, turn it up, turn it up, then sun fucking kill it and then respray it. Fuck it, man. When I do them brassicas, that clover, I mean, it's not like dense, but there's clover everywhere. I'm like, fuck, well, that shit's. I mean, it's not the worst thing. I've no, had. no. But <laughs> I'm just saying like once it's there, sometimes it's fucking there. Yeah. So. No, the issue I struggle with is out in Corona, man, I put it, I can put the food plots in, in the summer. But in the fall, we get that first big rain, and it floods them out. So I just need to – I want to know where I could – I just want to get cheap fill dirt and put out there because – possible now. If I could raise up the the level of my food – because they're just like I would consider micro plots. They're not very big. If I could just raise them up like three inches, right, I, I would be good to go. Yeah. But I also, I don't know. I'll just find other places to put food plots. Yeah. But I need food on that property for sure. I need food on that property. Yeah. And we talked about getting more leases or whatever, hunt permission properties and stuff this year. Yeah, I need to work on that. Yeah, you do. My properties will be all in corn this year at least. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Hopefully they, corn, I so I really like corn. The biggest issue with corn is it stays up too long. Like Yeah, when you want to chop. Yeah, I, I need I them sh- to take the corn off <clears throat> like November like 14th, right? Like I need it up for the rut. I really like it up for the rut. But come gun season, I want it gone. <laughs> I don't want it, I don't want it up there anymore. Because deer, like early season corn sucks because 
deer like to kind of hang out in it. They don't venture out too much, but when the rut hits, it's nice. Yeah. Because it holds so many deer. You're every deer in the square mile in there. Yeah. Um, the one year he had corn because we did corn, soybean, then fucking winter wheat. That fucking release. This year was winter wheat. Or last year was winter wheat, and then it went into this year. But uh, when he did corn, like he took the corn off, I was like, perfect time too. He took the corn off. I was like, yeah. I went out there one time. Deer everywhere. I'm like, oh yeah, go out there, chisel proud the whole thing. Oh. <laughs> no. I was like, I was so pumped too. I was like, damn it. I was like, yeah, I was so fucking happy too. And it wasn't like the little chisel plow. It was straight turnover. <laughs> I was like, damn, dude. So I don't know what. So the farmer where I hunt in Ovid, normally he plants wheat, beans, wheat, beans, but he didn't plant wheat like he cut the beans but there's nothing in there so it's wait i mean i don't know i'm not a farmer but it's i think it's too late to get beans or wheat in there yeah I've, I've never seen him plant corn but if he planted corn i'll be honest i wouldn't be mad right I would, because i know that the the, the property next to us is going to be beans next year because they plant beans and corn beans and corn so i wouldn't be too mad about it <clears throat> so i don't know I got a lot of things to look forward to. I, so I got a lot of things I need to just do, but I just keep, uh, I've been slacking so far. All right. Well, what's your goals this year? For Since what? It's, it's an, I don't know. Whatever. I don't care. You want to paint a fucking picture. Oh, I mean, I don't have my deer goals set. I would we say obviously I suck at hunting, so just tell us anything. <laughs> well, I guess you got a buck. You know, I'm the only one on the podcast that we've talked to that didn't do, get a deer. Do, talk to that didn't get a deer. Wait. I think Spencer didn't get did Spencer. So get, Spencer didn't get one. Yeah, that's right. So Spencer passed and, on a lot a bunch too. Yeah, yeah. I did two. <clears throat> that's what I said. Spencer passed on a bunch too. Okay. But I think okay, never mind. I was gonna say I'm the only one that didn't get a deer. I didn't even draw my bow back though. Yeah. <laughs> Again, we talked about this before. That my is fault. a lot of your you had good bucks in front of you. They'll be great bucks next year. <gasps> They're dead. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I mean, yeah, it is what it is. I uh, I think you actually lost a bet on your baby. He's gonna tell me no, but he most certainly. What's it, what was even the bet? So true that if you if me or Travis guessed when your baby was gonna be born, you had to shoot a buck next year. Dude, no Travis, Travis was. was like five minutes off. Yeah. He was literally five minutes off from the time. Not even. Yeah, yeah the not, day and the time. Yeah, he was told the day and the time. It was five minutes off. I couldn't believe it. I was like, so. I was watching the clock too. <laughs> like he was five minutes later. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, that was actually, I was I was blown away by that. I wasn't even close. Yeah, I, I didn't want to text him because it was 340 in the morning. I was just like, <laughs> oh my god I like it. yeah it's my childbirth but yeah i waited because you sent me a text like six the next morning and then i waited to like comment back on there to be like by the way yeah. you were like two seconds off so i'm not gonna I, shoot the first buck i see though i mean we just need to lower your standards right. like i mean if, all if, right we'll if, lower them down to 150 they're already at 150 <laughs> let's lower them to like 115 
one one fifteen. That's a bit. That would be your That's biggest a baby. Deer. That would be your biggest deer. That's like a, a yearling. <laughs> that would be your biggest buck. Yeah. So, so let's start there and graduate. I hope I get that deer back this year soon. He said around October, or he said around before August. It's taxidermy. Takes a while. I know, especially with COVID. COVID is a nightmare because it's delayed shipping on everything. So, like the, the buck farms. I got. The buck I got, not this past November, but the the November before that, I still don't have back because my taxidermist got delayed on hide because he doesn't do his own tanning. He sends them out. Yeah, most of everybody <clears throat> doesn't do their own hides. Delayed team. on getting hides back. Like, he just can't get any back. Does he know his tannery? Yeah, but it's in, like, a different state. Yeah, I think a lot of them go through Old Barn Taxidermy out of Illinois. Not sure where he sends it. Um, then... Uh, like the eyes, the forms, everything is delayed. Yeah. And everything is way more expensive. So I took my deer this year to another guy that I'm going to try to get on here. Um, and he raised his price. He, he raised his prices quite a bit. Um, I heard 675 I spent mine 700 bucks. Um, but Anything special on that? Or is that just... Yeah. A- so I'm getting like a driftwood and then like grasses. Okay, so like- you can't fucking put that to a <laughs> standard was, shoulder was, mount with a... Standard shoulder mount for this guy was 600 bucks. Yeah. He, so part of the reason he did it was he was really... He, he's got so many deer. Like he, he can... In fact, the only reason he took mine is because I, uh, I work with his wife. So like I don't know him like personally but like i work with his wife and like we've kind of talked here or there so he that's why he took my deer but he wasn't really taking any more deer um and my deer is over a year out and he does all the tanning by himself but he said the prices of his eyes the prices of his forms yeah. the price of everything like the stuff he uses to tan his hides just all went up so he ended up like he raised his prices like 150 bucks to make up for the difference in uh um, the the supplies that he's using. Yeah, my guy, my guy had my guy doesn't he has a, a main job. Uh, well, this is the first year I'm actually using him or first time using him. Um, but uh, super cool dude. Um, and he said he had to raise his prices up a little bit, but they were super still. I think he was under the he was under the six hundred dollars range. I was surprised because I went there and I said, hey, you know, this deer was in my freezer for a little bit. It was. By 2019 buck. It's before I'm like started talking to you. I know that. Yeah. Much. So my 2019 buck, and I wasn't going to mount him. Then I kept him in the freezer. I was like, ah, and then I finally was like, man, I'm going to mount him. And then, um, um, Larry, uh, oh, sorry, his name not dropped in, whatever. You don't know. <laughs> I don't know if he wants to be on there, but, but he's a super cool dude. He's told me the prices went up a little bit, and he was still under five or 600. And I was just like, I was like, fuck. This well, part on. of the reason the guy that I went to like raised some of his prices was to almost deter people from going there. No, really. And he's like, it didn't deter anybody from calling me. Yeah. He says, I'm just, like, I walked in, so I have my rack with me still because he was like, I, he goes, you can keep it here, but I don't have like a ton of room for it. And I'm not going to do anything with it. Like, so he goes, I'd prefer you take it. He goes, look around that wall. And like, he had like this side wall. And on both sides, just littered, littered with deer racks that he had to mount. I was like, oh, I, I bet you there was a hundred racks right there. Damn. Yeah. <clears throat> the, the one guy I 
I was number 44 for the year and I took it like early December. So I imagine he would probably, he probably would get to 50, 50 or 60. And that's a dude that does it part-time. Part-time. Yeah. He works for uh, like a, a, you know, like an energy company and all that. So, and, um, he just does it part-time and does some really good, dude, he does some really good work. I can, I would love to get him on too. You want to get your guy on too. Mm Mm-hmm. I would love to get them guys. Some guys are really- it was pretty cool. So it was the first time I so I, I didn't have the first time. So I actually worked with this guy for a little while. Didn't realize he was a taxidermist at another job. Now he does it full time. And oh, uh he does his full time. <clears throat> yep. Oh. So I went in there and uh he had a couple deer on the wall. And it was pretty good. So like I shot my deer in the front and I was like, Yeah, man, like you're gonna like I'm expecting there to be like a noticeable hole or you know mark on the front he was like you know i probably can i I could i'll try to get it covered up and then he goes you know you see that deer on the wall he goes that that was shot in the head and i was like what he's like yeah he goes look on like like look at this specific spot and you can i could barely see that the the deer was shot in the head with a gun yeah then when i went to this guy's place he like was showing me this deer and he's like he was like and he was like, I was like, he showed me this mark and he was like, Hey, that's the arrow hole. But the, you know, the customer wanted that. And I was like, Oh really? He's like, yeah, the customer wanted me to leave it like that. Trust me. I can. And then he showed me another deer. He said, this is where the other one. And I couldn't even see. I, it's crazy. Yeah, I he had another that. one. He was telling me, I can't remember what happened, but like that, that one, one was like high shoulder too. the one I seen. I was just like, <laughs> I was like, okay. The guy I went to, he showed me another one that like I can't remember what happened. There was, there was like a slice on somewhere on it, and it was definitely more noticeable than the bullet hole. But like something like they cut it like a hot, like cut a bunch of it, and like you could like it literally just looked like the hair was kind of like ruffled up. And he's like, yeah, I spent a long time just trying to get that. But you could, like, I was amazed at how well it hid. So, like, because when I was like, yeah, like, this is where, like, I shot, I mean, I shot my deer front <laughs> in the chest, you know, right in the chest. And he was like, don't worry about it. He's like, I'll be able, I'll be able to hide that. Yeah. He goes, you might see, he goes, you might see where, like, it looks like the haircut. You know, he goes, I can't really do much there as far as, like, you know, but he goes, I'll, I'll bet you I can get it to where it's it's not very noticeable. And I was like, sweet. Sweet. And then he showed me the one that was shot in the head, and I was like, okay, I have, I have a lot of faith. With a gun? That, yeah, with a gun. Dang. I was like, I have a lot of faith that uh, you'll, be able to, you'll be able to figure this out then. Was there an exit hole? No, it, it didn't appear to be. I don't know, because all all I know is there was like, I wouldn't, I didn't even notice it. And I, I don't he, know this person that shot on the head, but do you <clears> think... You know, in that scenario, a person's not looking at the kill shot they're looking at. Or do you think he did it? On, like, I think people, this is what, like, when I see a deer, and don't get me wrong, I don't shoot fucking big deer or all the time or whatever. I confirm it is a big buck I want to shoot, like that last one. I, I, I want to shoot this deer. I don't even look at the antlers again because subconsciously I feel like you're going to draw towards that. You know what I mean? High up. High yeah, shoulder. for sure. And I mean, I so I kind of did that earlier this year. Like, I, the buck I killed was the most I've looked at the rack. And uh, I don't know. It didn't mess me up too bad. I think 
So I do know some people do aim for their head. I'm going to tell you I would highly recommend against that, but, you know, to each their own. I, I would, if I'm hunting with someone and that's their go-to method, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, I'm not going to hunt with them for very long. Um, but I do think that just like I did with my first buck in Kansas, like shit happens, you know, that I don't, oh, yeah, for I, sure. I don't know many people that aim specifically for the head. Like I took a kid out a couple of years ago and hell, we had the gun on a tripod, like couldn't move and he still shot the, the deer's eye out, you know? So, uh, brutal. Well, he, he was just excited. So, oh, yeah, I mean, and I the think, deer's part dead, of it, right? I think, yeah, and I also Didn't think suffer. Part of it was the gun that we were using, but I don't know. Because like, the next year, same setup, different gun, and he, he drilled that, <laughs> that buck. So, but I don't know. I would never, I wouldn't shoot a deer in the head. Would you be opposed to a neck shot? Like, uh, I wouldn't take it. I mean, like, it's hard for me to say, right? Because I took a frontal shot on a deer this year, which most yeah. people would say no. I don't know. Um, I've heard a lot of people this year talk about that exact same shot you took, and I heard a lot of people took it, and they said they would fucking do it tomorrow. I would do it again, especially as close. I wouldn't take it, like, out to 40 yards, but I would say 25 and in with a bow, I would take that on the ground. 25 yards and in on the ground, I'm taking that. I'll take that shot again. Would you say, let's just say even on a quarter-range shot, like, you have a 25% chance of catastrophic failure from, like, a, a... a rib or whatever so that's going to be there with the front still too so the difference between so the reason i would limit myself to 25 yards on that frontal shot is the penetration area in which you're shooting it right so like if i miss on a broadside shot i have an entire body right you know i'm gonna if i miss forward it kind of sucks i'm gonna hit the shoulder you know but if i miss back i'm gonna hit guts you know, I'm going to hit liver. I'm going to hit – the deer is going to gonna die, right? If you miss left, right, up, or down on that frontal shot, you're either going to, A, hopefully miss the deer totally, or, B, you're gonna, it's going to be worse, and you're going to wound that animal and not find it. But if you're on the ground, for me, on the ground, 25 yards or closer – I'm taking. I'll. I'll never not take that shot. Because what's behind it? <clears throat> Everything, Everything. Vi- vital. Yeah. I mean, hell, I didn't even actually. Mine hit and deflected off of the chest, and cut an artery. You know, so like I didn't even hit lung, heart, anything, but you know, it, it went straight in and then deflected off the chest and went into and cut an artery, pouring blood out. Um, there's a lot of things that hit there. It's just. The issue is, is out past like 25 yards, that deer is going to have time to react, a lot more time to react, I guess. And that's where things are going to go south. Yeah. I mean, I, when I was, there was a dude when I picked my deer up, guy shot his buddy, he uh, shot a buck at like 70 yards with a Raven crossbow on that same shot. I was like, I, I wouldn't do that. There's no way I would do that. But he has the deer, right? He killed the deer, yeah. I mean, there's just a lot that can go south in that situation. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. Have you seen any of the new products that came out, like the new crossbows and stuff? No, I don't really pay. I, 
I don't pay much attention. Dude, there was like a fucking crossbow that was like 400 and some fucking... 410 I, feet per second. Yeah, I seen it. It's the fastest crossbow ever created. Yeah. What the fuck? Or no, it's not. It's it's faster than... I thought it was 500, wasn't it? Yeah, it's it? like 510 feet per second. Wasn't it a 10-point thunderbolt or something? Yeah, it's insane. That's too fast for me. Like, I, crossbows are too fast for me. I can't catch the arrow to see where I hit. Like, the only reason I knew I hit my deer is because I heard it. And then I seen the bolt sticking out of its chest when it ran away, you know? So, uh, but they're just so fast. I mean, I don't know. Too fast for me. What about the double crossbow by Excalibur? What? There's a double, you never, you haven't seen the double strike? No. There's a crossbow that you shoot, you can shoot two bolts for being such an anti-crossbow hunter, you know a lot about crossbows. Yeah, because I'm watching I'm watching people fucking come out with crazy-ass shit, and people say, oh, my shoulder hurts. I can't pull a bow back anymore. I'm like, and then they're pulling a crossbow that's got like a 200-pound draw weight on it. Yeah. I mean, it's a different type of pulling, but I don't fucking know. I, when I did my hernia surgery... I remember one, I tried to pull back with the little rope and <laughs> about about cried, you know. Right. I had to use the little crank because of my surgery. I can't find it. But, uh, yeah, there's, there's a fucking, Excalibur has a double, it's called, I think it's called the double strike. Don't quote me on it. But it's literally, it's literally, you can cock two bullets at once. And then you can fire one if you miss or whatever. You can fire a second one. So you could literally shoot two bolts fucking back to back. Yeah, I'm going to leave that topic alone. Yeah. Because it's not. <laughs> I mean, like, like in my eyes, if I wasn't a hunter or whatever, you know, like, if you're going to use it, you're going to use it. You know, I've used crossbows, whatever, whatever. I have no issues with the crossbow. No, 100%. Cool. I have I'm, an issue with a double barrel crossbow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because, like, if you're, if I'm, like, I'm, I'm trying to put myself outside of hunting. Like, if you look at it, you're like, oh, that's pretty fucking cool. Double, two shots out of the crossbow. Then I'm, like, in the ethical, or not the ethical way. I'm, like, in, like, where I'm at right now. I'm, like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Like, like, I mean, so part of archery hunting is, like, you get that one chance, and, like, most more often than not, you're going to blow it. You know, or you're, if you miss, it's it's over, right? And, uh, you know, if, if you you miss, whether it's a crossbow or a compound, recurve, whatever, you got to get another arrow and, and, and knock it and, and put one in. I mean, I'm sorry. If you have a double-barrel crossbow, it's, to me, it, it, it shouldn't... It, a double barrel crossbow is where I draw the line. Yeah. It needs to be that needs to be gun season only. Yeah, because then like <clears throat> what, what was three three barrel crossbow or three bolts or whatever. But like in my eyes, like okay, you theoretically you miss the first shot, clean miss, whatever. Now there's another thing in your head that you're gonna do is you're gonna rush a second shot when a deer is For bounding sure. away or something. Cause you're, oh, I got another it's bolt. Just like gun season, opening day gun season, you. So I, I kind of just want to preface this by saying I have done this, so I'm not bashing on gun hunters. Um, I, I still gun hunt. But opening day of gun season every year, what do you hear? People take their 12-gauge pump semi-automatic, and you just hear five shots just boom, 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 boom. You start putting crossbows out there that can shoot two, three bolts. Like 
you're just you're you're it's a recipe for disaster. Yeah. You're gonna end up with people doing because <clears throat> that deer is gonna take off on the first one and some idiot's gonna pop another one while at it while it's running. Right. Shoot it in the ass like I do. Dude, and it, it, and you know, I'm not trying it's a, it's like the people that are out there on no, November fourteenth buying a gun, whatever four fifty or three fifty legend. And then you're going, what the fuck? It's opening day tomorrow, and they're talking about going out and like, oh yeah, this gun's boresighted. Boresighted, <laughs> dude, that is not what the fuck that means. Boresight means you are on a piece of paper at 50 yards. Yeah, that same thing at 100 yards, and it, no. Yeah, that's that's the problem. And you know, like I don't know. Uh, I know we steer away from question from your your goals, but I'm, I know we're going down this rabbit hole. But uh, like, and then like this is kind of going to another thing is like. Is hunting getting too popular? Like, I know we were saying numbers are depleting, but, like, there was that article that you, you came out. Have you seen the Matt Ronella article about how Instagram and all this other shit is ruining hunting because it's bringing too much people to public lands in, like, Montana and Colorado? Like, don't get me wrong, because, like, remember I told you, I was going down to Ohio, and somebody told me it was so popular. It was, it was so there, busy yeah. down Someone there. I just talked to mentioned going to Ohio, and I said it, it's super packed. I think I saw, I mean, we'll touch on it. I think hunting is, <clears throat> especially if you live in certain states, right? So, like, if you live in Michigan, like the New Jersey. We've like, always been used to it. Though. Right, but, like, if you live in, like, like the New Jersey's non-big box states, because hunting is so much more televised than it was than like when our parents were growing up. I mean, everyone's goal is to shoot a big buck. And I don't, I, I'll be honest, I don't care who you are. Every hunter's goal is to shoot a big buck. You might be that hunter that shoots the first buck you see, but you dream of going out there and shooting a 140, 150 inch buck. I mean, I just, I've never met a hunter that's like, no, I'd rather shoot the spike, you know, like, um, so I think that states that have a higher big buck density get pounded because of place TV shows, Instagram, Facebook, things like that. Because, and I mean, I'm guilty too, you know, you shoot a big buck out, you know, I shot my buck on public land in Kansas and, and, and posted on Facebook. Um, so I would probably never have ever gone out to Kansas, never would have went to Ohio had I not gotten on Facebook and seen, you know, all these big bucks. Like, so if you're in a big, so if you have a Facebook and you follow any big, big buck states, I, for a fact, I, I have Kansas and Ohio, they hate non-residents because they come out on public land and, you know, like they're not used to that type of pressure for us when Michigan, like, I go to Kansas and I go to Ohio and I'm like, this isn't pressured at all. But for them, like it's a lot, you know, to have to have three people on a, a 200, 300 acre section for them is, is a ton of people. Whereas in Michigan, that's like we're we're hopping in, you know. <laughs> and, and like, and like I don't know, I'm not I, like I, I haven't read statistics, but this was like what I was reading about, and um, and they were saying that. 
since there's so many new hunters coming out or not new hunters, but more people are venturing out of state and all this that's driving up the lease prices from people yeah, from yeah. out of state or people that are in towns where sick of sick of dealing with public now is now they're getting leases now leases are are almost doubled in price so for that is a huge complaint you see on facebook is outfitters and out-of-state hunters that have money leasing up land from residents and i'll be honest i can see where that would piss me off like if i would i i don't know maybe it's because of my financial situation but I'm not going to go spend, I mean, I wouldn't spend five grand here to lease land, let alone another state that I'm only going to hunt for a week, you know? Um, but yeah, like outfitters in Kansas and stuff like that, lease out a bunch of land and you, you, I don't blame the farmers, but I, 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 if I were a resident of those states, I can definitely see where that would be an issue. I would be upset with that. That's a nice thing about Michigan. We have a bunch of little bucks. We don't got to worry about that. Leases here are cheap. All right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, it's like a double-edged sword to me. Um, you know, you know, like, I, I want more people to be out in the outdoors. That's that's my end goal of everything. I want more people. Like, like don't get me wrong, there's probably a limit, but, like... I want more people, but I don't want... I don't want hunting to be uh who's got the most money right and and I'll, I'll be honest if you're and i know people that have done this if you're hunting different states i mean people are are paying five grand to hunt 50 acre section who <laughs> yeah i mean like when i'm seeing like some leases go up around here you know, people will say like whatever a marketplace. They'll say lease for whatever hundred whatever acres, and I always inquire about them just to see what the prices are. And then like somebody's like forty two hundred bucks for like oh, it was like a hundred and ten acres and only like thirty eight uh, of wood. So, I'm like so out of so I've seen oh, leases out of state like Ohio and Kansas, and they'll be like. Um, I'm done hunting for the year. You can hunt for the rest of this. You know, it'll be November 10th, hypothetically. You can come hunt here from now to the end of the year, up to four people, um, $2,000 a person. And it's like, it's, I don't know, 100 acres. And it's per person. So two grand, for, if you're four, that's $8,000. I mean, I'm hunting 110 acres right now. There's, it's only got like, 10 to 20 acres of woods and i'm i spend 250 bucks there's four of us out there so you know he gets a thousand dollars for him that's a good deal and for us that that 250 bucks is really not that much to lease land to hunt. no um no yeah. that's fucking a great deal and i mean i would i would do that again but some i don't know i don't i couldn't justify the the money to lease a property, I could spend the same amount of money these people are leasing property for in Kansas and Ohio and just go on an outfitter. Yeah. And I don't have to drag a deer out. Right. It's the same same price. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. It's just like, it sucks because, like, it just, like, 
I don't know, like I said, like a double-edged sword. Like, I, I do want more people out, but, like, public is getting really bad in other states and all that. But um, So if you hunt in Michigan, so I, I, I guess I'll speak from experience. If you hunt in Michigan and you go to other states, I promise you, it's not what it seems. What it what it what these people on Facebook are saying their public lands are in Kansas and Ohio, how hard they're getting hit, is still nothing compared to what. And maybe during gun season, but I'm I'm speaking just from bow season. But I'm talking peak rut. They're not getting hit at the same level that lands. I mean, the one property when I was in Kansas, we seen two other people there. The other the every other property I went to. We didn't run into another hunter and only seen one other tree stand. Okay, so but I mean, is it is it right for them guys to get mad about get mad about that? About out of staters coming to their public land? I don't I think that's bullshit. I think that's that's what public land is there for. Yeah, okay, you've been hunting it for ten years or whatever, you've been hunting it since whatever since your grandpappy was fucking there but then also yeah i come down there and all that you can't get me mad at me for taking like i just i'm bringing money to your state i'm i'm taking a leap i'm driving whatever x amount of hours to come out there you can't be getting mad at me for they're they're not your deer so i don't i don't think that it they have no right to get mad at you for hunting public land the majority of the people i've seen that dislike the non-residents that are hunting public land are people that used to have private land that some non-resident or some outfitter came and leased up, so now they're forced to go hunt public mm-hmm. land. That I would say that is a good good majority of people that get mad. Like the people like the like the Spencers of other state that just hunt public land in their state don't give two shits about what a non-resident's doing. They're just they probably get it's it adds a frustration level because you're adding someone that doesn't know the land so they're out there doing dumb shit Mm. so like in ohio that's probably a much bigger issue than kansas like in kansas it's it's a lot easier land to navigate than ohio so i would imagine ohio residents deal with some absolute stupidity like accidental stupidity of people like me not realizing like I guess the land and accidentally walking in on someone, you know, like, or somebody else scouting all summer and all that. And then I fucking get there and show up and I walk right in the bedding area. Just right. Yeah. Just, yeah. I understand that. But you know, the, if, <clears throat> I mean, and the, I would be, I would be mad at like, if I was like, I don't give a fuck. Well, you know, Michigan, it's all farmland, but like if, an outfitter business would just come in here and just start buying up all the leases and then that driving the price up of everything that would really fucking suck that would really piss me off well, that's what that's what these guys are doing so i mean you think about so illinois so if you think back 10 years ago illinois was probably the number one big buck state pike county yep you cannot get a lease in pike county illinois anymore and if you do, I'll guarantee you you're paying no less than five grand. And I heard that's not in the big state anymore. I mean, don't I'm not trashing on 
any county out there. I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, from other following poly- podcasts I listen to, I heard they're not even, like, the number one. But it's just, like, so much of the people, there was so much influence from other hunters that did, you know, got big bucks there. And it just drove well, yeah. everything so up. And now there's no time. What is people with money ended up going out there, leasing up. The other thing is <clears throat> Pike County, Illinois, is leased up almost specifically from outfitters. I mean, Matt was talking about it. There's so many outfitters out in in Illinois, and you're you you can't. It's you're hard. I, I would bet Illinois people hate non-residents for that reason. Yeah, and that's what ended up happening to Ohio. I mean, <clears throat> well, that's one problem Michigan would probably never have. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, Kansas. I mean, Kansas does a decent job because the state leases land from farmers for public use. But if you took out that we have property in Kansas, um, I'll tell you right now, you would, uh, if you took away we have from Kansas, Kansas would not be the destination it is because you would have to either pay a ton of money for a lease or a ton of money for an outfitter because there's like no public land in Kansas. It's all all we have. Yeah, and they get like huge tax credit, right, for enrolling in rehab or something like that. I'm not sure. I know oh. they get paid, but like it's actually kind of crazy because a lot of farmers don't get paid a ton of money. So like, if you've got money, you can lease. You can like steal a lease from the state pretty easy. Yeah, and that's the same place, or was that? Oh, and I won't go into a lot of details. That is that the same place that where that one dude went. And then they found out it wasn't, and that there was like he was like saying that that was like the fourth time they caught people hunting that, but because it, it it's still no, marked. that was Nebraska. That was Nebraska. Okay, that's bullshit. That's entrapment. So that actually happened to the Whitetail Adrenaline guys too. Oh really? Yep. So uh, he shot a buck. Jared shot a buck on uh, some property in Nebraska that um, they thought was public land. The guy comes out, says the same thing. Yeah, I've had tons of issues with people coming out here and shooting deer, hunting, thinking it's public land, and he just doesn't mark it. But, yeah, you're talking, so I'll tell you, that doesn't happen. So Kansas, so we went to a property in Kansas that we was marked as Weeha on our maps, on on my hunt stand app and Onyx before we went down there. Um, And when we went to go check it out, it was all the Weeha signs were down, and it was labeled no trespassing. And then we checked Onyx again, and it was not on Onyx that time. No. But Nebraska sounds like they've got some very ignorant, lazy people, and they don't update their maps. Right. And like this is the thing is like that that pisses me off about that scenario. And like, I, I, um. You know, okay, you caught one person, or I wouldn't even say you caught somebody. You you find somebody that didn't know and hunted it or whatever, because you guys didn't the map. You guys didn't request a map change because you can call on X anytime and go, "Hey, take my changes," and they can update it. It'll take probably a couple of days. So when Mike bought his property in Owasso, within a month, Base Maps had it switched over to his name. So. I just, yeah, it, it, and then all of a sudden, then like, oh, this is the fourth time we've had you know DNR out here writing fines. No, you you motherfuckers, 
The fucking nah, just dude. Host your property, dude. Yeah, but like no, Kansas, for example, is a is a purple paint law, purple paint state. So all you have to do, grab a purple can of spray paint, and just mark your yeah. mark your line. Yeah, I don't understand, but I mean, I can understand. Like, there's a lot of places. I think some places are intimating uh, internet, internet, uh, no trespassing signs. So they'll mark it on like Onyx or whatever. The the because could you imagine like some of the people that have like fifteen thousand acre ranches? Yeah, no, I I totally get that. But there's some states that if it's not marked, if it's not posted, it's public. You can hunt it. Well, right, but the, <laughs> but. Everybody should have access to them. That's why people are starting to do that because they they can't spend the time to do that. But I'm just saying, if you're not fucking posting it and all this, but I don't know, that'd be rough for me because I'm one of them guys that like I don't even like public. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't know. About I mean, if you're out of state, I spend I we spend a lot of time yeah. looking at maps, and if I go somewhere, like it's if I I'm trusting that the app is accurate, but I understand that I, it might not be right. So I'm trusting that if this this map isn't accurate, that the person that owns that land has it posted so I don't go on it, mm. right? Because, you know, like my buddy from this year, he went on there. It wasn't posted. It wasn't posted anywhere. Onyx said it was public land. He comes up from hunting, and he's got a DNR officer and an angry landowner going, you know, this isn't uh, public land. They show him Onyx. And they both look at him and go, yeah, that's marked wrong. We've ran into four or five other hunters with the same problem. Yeah, fucking call Onyx or whoever. And <clears throat> just be like, hey, go man. mark the property. Like, ah. you know these people are there. Like, That's why I think it's mark, a trap, man. Mark the property. Now, that's, he got lucky. He didn't get he didn't get a ticket or anything like yeah, that. If but, they're writing tickets <clears throat> out. Like, don't don't get pissed off. That's the thing is, like, don't get pissed off. The, I mean, if Don't get mad if you're going to be too lazy. Yeah. If I buy land. Whether it's ten thousand acres or it's ten acres, I'm gonna go market. All right. I don't know. What do you What do you think? Have you heard anything about the corner corner crossing cases and stuff about that? Like cutting across a piece to get to another piece. Yeah. So let's say there's two square or four squares, and then the 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 top left one and the top right one are public. You technically can't cross that corner boundary can't corner cross it's against the law so there's a big case going on in i think wyoming and if and i hope they lose to be honest this is what they need to do they need to lose and like don't get me on this is not my information i've heard this from because if they win it won't do nothing because it won't change state it won't change state regulation if they win they have to lose and go to that supreme court or whatever there's house so it's technically illegal to corner cross. You can't corner cross. So this landlocks so many. It looks like a checkerboard. And right. So the 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 far right corner has no road access. The only way to get to it is to cut across the corner from one public you, to the other. You can't do and that. And they're saying you can't do that. You can't do that. Then why? It's landlocking. This is what happened. This is what a lot of people did. Is they sold all these farmers or ranchers sold all this land to the to the state because no one can get on it because no one can get on it and then they sold all this fucking land and it's still fucking theirs basically right because they fucking corner locked it 
and you know now they have huge revenue or huge write-offs or whatever. They don't have to pay taxes on it anymore. Right, correct. But have full access to it. Full access to it. <clears throat> no, that's ridiculous. But that's insane. Because if you're cutting across a corner, you're never leaving public land. I, they don't see that in their eyes. So this is what how I was explained to it by another person is they would have to technically if they they're going to go to court and they got all their these people that are going to court. They got all their legal fee and all that paid for. So that's really cool that everybody band together and helping them with legal fees. So they want, well, they, they have to lose it so they can appeal it and go to the Supreme or whatever. I don't know how it fucking works. So they would have to literally lose it twice, I think they were saying, and then go to the National Supreme Court and then win it in there to change all the rules for nationwide. And then that would open up. It was like some crazy amount of acres. It was like, like the, you know, like fucking millions of fucking acres. Like <laughs> millions of acres it would open up. Like it was like this fucking uh, like size of a huge state. So, um, sorry, I'm checking. All right, yeah, but yeah, I mean, I think that's fucking bullshit, dude. I don't. Fuck man, I'd be furious. I, I would, I would be honestly, and for that's where, so that's where non-residents get a bad rap. Situations like that, situations like what my buddy went through, he didn't, he didn't knowingly try to go on somebody's land. He had Onyx, which he pays for, right? That told him this is public land. Goes on it, hunts it, comes back, and he's got a DNR guy waiting for him. And a landowner saying, this is not public land. It's not posted anywhere. And the landowner says to him, yeah, we've ran into this multiple times. And then another bullshit. Okay, so I go to Wyoming. I see two sections of public, but one's locked. The only way I can get to it is by crossing this corner. And then I come back and I get a trespassing ticket because I crossed over. Literally didn't walk on your property. Just crossed from one corner of the public to the other. And you're telling me that I'm going to get a ticket? Yeah. And, be and, and uh, I think I think they killed, I think the ones killed a deer on it. Yes. Yeah, so and then you're paying restitution to the state depending on how big it is. Yeah, right. uh, and you'll lose all your shit. Yeah. Yeah. And then I heard of somebody, um, I can't remember who it was. It was like a big... I can't remember. He used to do um, the same scenarios, like landlocked. And he would get, he would hire a helicopter pilot to drop him off for like a week, drop him off because it's landlocked. And he would drop him off. I was like, that's fucking nuts. That's fucking crazy. I was like, how the fuck can you, how the state can buy a property landlocked like that with no easement or nothing in there? That's fucking crazy to me. The state's just, the state, well, I mean, it's government. They're just, they're literally getting hosed out of money. Well, That's I, all they're doing. I mean. Just to say, oh yeah, look at all the public land we have that you can't fucking use. I don't know. Irritating. That's stupid. That that irritates me. I'm going to name this episode, uh, New Year, More Money. Just name it. New Year, same rants. Cause we, yeah, I know. We, just, we're bitch. we don't talk a shit about hunting. We just talk about how... We talked about ice fishing and how no one wants to go with me and how stupid... Fuck them, dude. <laughs> fuck them. This is our fucking podcast. I'm fucking take it. You know? Uh, I think we're doing fucking great for 
whatever we're doing. Two average guys that don't know what they're doing. Fuck no. <laughs> I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I'm swearing so much, but I'm just not letting my frustration out. Is it because you're so frustrated because you just, you go out and sightsee instead well, of Well, yeah, here. I'm shot. Oh, man. This deer season just... <laughs> you know what I mean? You ever just like, dude, this is the freaking year, dude. Yeah, every year, year until October 1st. It's like, I was like the <laughs> Detroit Lions, baby. I was like, the year of the roar. And then I fucking... Goddamn January with fucking five tags in my fucking pocket, too. I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy my combo. I'm going to buy three dough. Boom. You don't, I don't know why you bought any dough because you can't even shoot does. No, you I hunt. was just shoot one up north on opening day, one up north. <laughs> when I go up there for gun season, and I was going to do one late season here, like I always do. Boom. Dude, the, the year before uh, last year, 2019, I shot six years. I shot six. I don't believe it. I'll be honest with what? you. What? <laughs> I don't believe no. it. No. <laughs> All bucks. <laughs> All Michigan, man. <laughs> Wait, what? No. No, yeah. I, I shot that one buck, and I shot five does. I okay. should not. Dude, I had... I, I wish I had... Uh, this was my worst Michigan hunting year. Honestly, Kansas salvaged my year. Yeah. Because my Michigan season <clears throat> was... Not good. Um, I seen a bunch of tiny bucks. One for sure I'd shoot buck, but it was nowhere near me. It was 300 yards away. And then couldn't even shoot a doe. Like, I passed on a bunch of does early season because uh, I had my surgery, and I just didn't want to, like, deal with dragon. But now I got a deer cart, so I, I'll, not an issue. But um, and, I, and I'm so used to, like, I'll just go out late season, and I'll, I'll yeah. pile them up. And then I couldn't even get one then. So it was just a rough, uh, rough, rough year, I guess, here in Michigan. Yeah. yeah. I mean, dude, this is like, like I don't try not backtrack too much, but like, like when I got it back into hunting, you know, when I, you know, you know. Sorry. I love, so you've never killed a deer up north, right? No, yeah, I have. How many? What do you mean, like total? Like, yeah. can, I don't know, fucking 10, 15? No. I've never killed a buck up there. Oh, I've never killed a bug up there, but like, this is what happened. Like I got back into hunting, you know, I killed that one with my bow or I killed one with a gun. And then I start next year. I killed two next year. I killed three. Then the, then the fucking following year I killed fucking six. And then I fuck. I was like, dude, I'm on fire. And then all of a sudden I have two years of fucking tag soup. I'm like, what the fuck? Well, I've been, I've been, I'm going to kind of brag on myself here. Is that your phone? I think it's mine. Yeah. Um, I wonder if people can hear that. It's a loud static noise. I don't know. Yeah. The- um, last five years, I killed. I'm trying to think. So, have you ever had tag soup? I mean, in the last five years. So I've only tagged out on bucks once in the last five years. Well, no, have you never punched a tag um, in the last five years? No, I've. So the last time I can recall, damn, I suck. Not even punching a buck tag was no any tag. Yeah, any tag is probably six, seven years ago. I actually probably longer than that. I'd probably say seven or eight years ago. Dude, I'm, I'm fucking dropping the ball. Here. But I am very not selective on does I shoot. Like in the places I hunt, are loaded with them. Right. So I mean, like it's. I mean, I've on multiple occasions dropped two does in one sit. Yeah, I remember with Easton too, right? 
I've done it with Easton. Yeah. I've, I mean, it, with a gun where I'm hunting is generally not the most difficult thing in the world. Yeah. Um, but so not this year, but last year I shot a seven point and eight point, both good bucks. Year before that, I shot a nice eight point. Um, I'm trying to think the year before that. I might not have killed one a year before that. Mm. I'm trying to think. I don't think so. And then the year before that, I killed... Oh, no, the year before that, I killed my Ohio buck. Oh. And then the year before that, I killed a 10-point that's on my wall. And the year before that, I killed uh, the 6-point that's on my wall. Mm. Now, I will say, 6-point on my wall. The 6-point is 19 and a half inches wide with, like, 24-inch main beams. Yeah. Like, sort of <laughs> good one. So, I don't know. I always question, or I always get questioned. Like, like, don't get me wrong. I'm not a fucking good hunter at all. Like, I, I'm fucking terrible. You know what I mean? But like, people are like, oh, you didn't get one this year. I'm like, I'm like, well, you know, I was selective. You know, what I mean, what it's my mean? favorite question I get asked. Is so I give you a bunch of shit about not shooting deer, but like non-hunters or like people that aren't into it, I guess. Like they like they only gun hunt a little bit here and there. So you haven't got a deer yet? No. Why not? Like, I don't know. I here's a video of me passing yeah, six of them. I know. I like, can, <laughs> I can show like fucking fifteen, <laughs> yeah. like dude, like hundred and ten inch bucks. and they're like one hundred and twenty inch bucks, like ten yards from me. I'm showing them. I'm like, hey, right here, right here. Oh man. Oh, you couldn't shoot it. No, 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 I let it walk. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't want to shoot it. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, just so confused. Yeah, just so dumbfounded. And I'm like, uh, I'm I, I'm getting on them. You know, yeah. like, I'm I'm hunting, I'm doing it. Well, you didn't get him. I'm like, oh, my God, motherfucker. <laughs> you didn't dude. get him, yeah. yeah I, and, like, I'm not trying to justify myself at all. Like, I'm old. Yeah. I don't know. For me, hunting has been more, more enjoyable since I started letting deer go. Oh, yeah. Like, I love shooting deer. It's, it's. A, uh, an ultimate. Fuck, that's why we're here. Yeah, an ultimate adrenaline rush for me. I'm not big on like roller coasters, crazy things like that. But for deer hunting, like it's the ultimate adrenaline rush for me. And uh, I love, I love shooting deer. And but I also really enjoy watching deer be deer. Right. I've learned so much just watching deer do deer things. You know. Um, and because I have so many choices of deer I can shoot at. I try to stay selective on the amount of bucks, the what bucks I shoot, and uh, I just need to do better at getting shots on does, I guess, because I didn't get any this year. Yeah, oh, I could have. I could. Was there a limit to the tags this year on does? Like ten. Yeah, it I could. Something crazy. I could have fucking did that in two days. Yeah, well, that's the way she blows. You know, what I mean, she blew me real hard this year, Mother Nature. But you know what? Guess what? I'll be there next year. So next year you're coming to Kansas. Well, if we get drawn for Kansas, if not, it'll be two years from now. Yeah. You'll, 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 you're coming to Kansas with us. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to fucking slay a 190, 191. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I mean. It's like a lofty goal, but I'll be I'll be jacked if you pull it off. No. Nah, um, and then, uh Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what my if we don't get drawn this year, I don't know. I'm sure we'll find another yeah, state we'll find to go to. To do. So. All right. Well, I just 
Figure we do an episode letting you know we're all not dead and we didn't give up. I mean, yeah, that's what my wife said. Like, you guys just done doing it? No, just life happened for me. Yeah, like life yeah. fucking happened quick for me. <laughs> and then, I mean, I don't know. We're learning. We're new to this. We don't make a dollar, so guess what? No. We spent money. We well, fucking, Joe spends money. Every time I try to give him money, he tells me no. I don't no. fucking need it. I just fucking. <laughs> Sell more blood. It's Joe's podcast. I'm just a long Yeah, blood. right. <laughs> fucking, yeah, that's why it's fucking going to shit when you release an episode for a full month. Uh, maybe I need a... I don't know. Maybe... I don't know. Dude, I listen to some solo. I'm not a solo guy. I couldn't, I couldn't talk solo. I, I couldn't... I'll be honest. Most people would probably think I could. People give me shit all the time because I talk too much. But uh, I don't know. Like, I ask questions... Who's going to answer my question? I don't I'm know. I'm going to be the idiot that's just over there, like, with rhetorical questions to myself, you know? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll try it sometime. Hey, Joe, let me steal the podcast stuff and listen to me. I mean, you have the, I, we have the other pod tracker or whatever you want to borrow that. I don't know, man. I'm just, I don't know. You know what? I need to just learn how to just call people. Like, I feel like you get so much better in person. It's so much harder to talk to people yeah. on the phone. You know what I mean? You, you have the thing set up. We've already done it. I know. I know we can do it. We physically can do it. But I'm just saying, like, I feel like it's better conversation. I don't know. I'm just giving excuses. We suck. Well, I, I suck. It'll I don't get know. better. It'll get better. That's, this what year. That's our, right there. Right there is our goal to be a better podcast. Yeah. That's our, my, my new goal. We got it. We, well, we'll have plenty of time. I, I'm, like I said, I, I, I got that deagle. Oh, so I call him a deagle. Sorry. If, I'm gonna call him a deagle. My wife calls him a deagle. My because my son instead of calling him a beagle calls him a deagle. And if you've ever had a beagle, you know they're a smart dog. A little dumb though. Damn. So, um, so I'll have a lot of stories about. This is my first dog I've ever trained. So there's gonna be moments where I'm gonna be super proud and I can't wait to tell you guys. Or there'll be moments like when I lost my dog and I'm gonna be like, well, hey, that was you, that was dumb. Hey, no. Uh, what is that? trying to think where we're just raw or whatever you know what i mean where we don't hide stuff you know what i mean yeah there's so many people out there that like i don't know there's some people i met you know i mean you like see their stuff and all that you're like wow this is really cool and then you hang out with them or you do stuff and you're like holy fuck you're either shady as hell or you yeah you're, you're well like, look at uh chris brackett perfect example yeah, he's a good guy i think he just yeah yeah fucked up in fame dude fame did that to him well, I guess I'm referring to more like him hiding because he shot the two bucks. Yeah, he shouldn't have hit it. He should have just opened up and be like, yeah, I fucked up, man. I wanted to get fucking, I want to get likes or views or whatever for my content. I want to get content. You know what I mean? This is my livelihood. I need. I got the pressure. Well, here's the other thing with that is he acted like he was chasing this deer on property he like leased and it was an outfitter. <laughs> that was the other thing. So, I don't know. That, I don't know. We're we're not we're not here to hide. We're not judge, jury, and executioner. We're just hey man, we do dumb shit. I mean, we got the clout. No, we, we got, don't. We got like two listeners, and one's my mom, but the other one's my wife. Fucking, we're killing <laughs> it. But all you, right, you need to talk to your wife. She needs to start listening. Oh yeah, she tagged me in a post. I know. I was. I seen to. Oh yeah, you're an admin. I forgot. Yeah. All right, let's get. The I, hell I gotta out do. Of here. I have to do a better job of adminning that page though i'll tell you that much you do all the instagram stuff i'm supposed to do the facebook stuff and yeah, i suck everything's been bad this year we'll get better it, it, i promise it'll get better get better so by the hey right here before we leave our goal is seven listeners by 2023 we have seven listeners <laughs> fucking nailed it 
Uh, all right all right yeah well uh until next time i guess it's nice to be back we'll try not to have such a long hiatus so see you later